0: In this week's episode, I'm talking to Akba Ali, engineer from CS Associates in India, about how he got into sourcing, what Cricket has to do with presenting at a conference, and how to source for people in India. Welcome to episode 23 of the Sourcing Challenge Show. I'm your host, Mark Longwin. I started off by asking Akbar Ali how he got into sourcing.
1: Okay, so I, I got it, uh, so like every other sourcer, you know, I, uh, you know most of the sources, I, I stumbled upon sourcing. You know, where I uh, started off uh, working as a sales professional, uh, you know, sales manager in India, we call them. And and I used to sell, uh, you know, an e-commerce platform to businesses in Pune. And that was my first uh, interaction with Google, you know, and social media sites because I had to sell the businesses. uh, It was like basically an Amazon back in 2009, 10. So back then, e-commerce had just uh, kicked in in India. So a lot of people were skeptical of uh, Facebook and, and Twitter ads and all these things happening. You know, the internet was just really booming so much. So, so my job was basically to sell people, business, sell the businesses, you know, our e-commerce platform. And I, I started working. Uh, so I, that's how I learned the sales technique and, and, and social media ads, you know, Google ads, SEOs. And so on and so forth, you know, and, and that's how I got into the social media side. And then I got a call from one of my colleagues, uh, one of my ex-colleagues, uh, you know, she said like, there's an opening for a recruiter in, uh, you know, iPlace. So I'm like, okay, what's what's a recruiter? You know, this sounds like a cool thing, you know, I, I got to hire people. She's like, yeah, you got to come here, you got to talk to people, you know, you, you, you'll probably give them jobs. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, this, this sounds interesting. So yeah you know i went up to her, you know cleared a few interviews uh, you know told the interviewer that yeah, look you know I'm, I'm i'm the right guy because i'm i'm a sales guy and and as per me recruitment back then i'm like how difficult could it how different could it be from sales you know because i have to sell the job you know i got to know my company i got to know what uh, requirement i'm hiring for and i should be able to sell the job so yeah, you know, I just uh, you know cracked my interview and and I started working with uh, you know the staffing companies in North America, where they would basically outsource their requirements to India at I Place, uh, which is it's an RPO, you know. So we should get all our requirements and and then I worked with uh, IT. That's that's when I got my first touch of IT and, mm-hmm. and sourcing. You know that that is when I I got my first exposure on sourcing that oh something called as Boolean. So since the requirements were uh, uh, you know, VMS model, it was a very fast paced environment. Like, you know, the requirement opens up and I got a, I got a hit in, you know, a few, few resumes immediately within, within a day or two, I got to I got to go and put in some resumes. So yeah, you know, I, I came, I, I learned, uh, you know, the job boards. That was the first thing that taught us was like, you got to know job boards because you got to get active candidates. Mm. So yeah, you know, I, I worked with clients like Amazon, Microsoft, Kaiser Permanente, at and Verizon. These were my basic VMS uh, clients the staffing company had. And then I just went across, uh, you know, learned a few IT requirements, project managers, business analysts. And I was really confused, you know, with the whole thing. <laughs> you know, like, what is happening? You know, how, how, how do you learn all these things? And there were people, experienced recruiters out there who really knew technology well. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, I got, got a first-hand understanding of technology I, I, and, and how to search. So, Boolean was something which I just, you know, got quite easily because the and ors and nots and I'm like, yeah, this is easy. You know, you club two things if you want. You you know, you can jumble around with keywords and all of that. So yeah, that was my first hand sourcing experience uh, you know, uh with North America. And um then I started off uh with uh you know and then I got a full-time talent sourcer role at, at Capgemini and now from North America recruitments have moved to India sourcing. You know where, where in India basically a sourcer would um you know find the candidate do the pre-screening and then we would hand over the candidate to the recruiter okay so for me in india it was it was it was actually at the right time i joined capgemini when basically the sourcing community in india was developing so yeah. you know there was the in 2014 i remember i joined and and you know these guys had uh, developed the sourcing contest, you know, um, it's, it's by sourcing Adda and uh, in 2015, they had uh, a sourcing conference that was called PASCON mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, as soon as I joined Capgemini, everyone is, you know, playing these contests of sourcing and I'm like, what is, what is, what is wrong with people? What is this? So I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and, you know, try this out. I, I know Facebook, I know social media, I know, I, I know everything how it works uh you know with my sales experience so i just put that through and and the first con the first contest that i played i came second oh, wow. so yeah you know and plus it was just not me actually you know winning it it was i had these amazing mentors along with me like uh, Pritesh, uh Puneet, Pune, all these guys at, at cap gemini they were these really you know good sourcers and i i just like you know took everything from them i'm like oh how do you search on facebook they're like so you know the question is like find this developer who's currently working on you know so so technologies and has an interest in this this uh, thing and you know you got to find him on facebook find his facebook uh, profile find his facebook user id yeah and i'm like wow that's that's a good question and then i would just go around like you know i would call ritesh i'll be like hey how do you, how do you how do you find on facebook he's like just try it. go on facebook and search go here and search and then i would just spend days and nights like <laughs> figuring out solving 10 questions and and that's how i really it got me intrigued so that's where i developed this whole passion this this whole interest in sourcing and um then then i just like yeah then i took off from there and and then i started uh, becoming that guy you know who would basically uh, you know teach uh, people around you know show the new techniques because while solving these contests i also realized there is another world out there for sourcers you know i i i came across Glenn cathy's blog, I came across, you know, Jim Shroud's blog, Johnny Campbell, Dean DaCosta, and, uh, you know, just everyone, SourceCon as a blog, Recruiting Daily, and just, I would just, I could take names, you know, all <laughs> night, but, but, you know, that, that's how I, I realized that there's this entire new world out there of sourcers, there's, there's this entire community that is actually like, you know, showing all these tricks and techniques. And, and in my company, I I, I found very few people actually interested in something like that. So I would just Mm -hmm. like go out and, you know, call, call someone who's interested. I'd be like, Hey, look, do you know that you can actually search on Facebook? And that time I think Blasius had posted uh, the first uh, Facebook uh, intersecting Mm -hmm. uh, blog, you know, how you can use the URL, change the intersect and all of that. And actually, you know, find people on Facebook with the company's, uh, company's user ID or probably, you know, the title user IDs, the location user IDs. And I was just like, my God. And then Shane McCusker's, uh so, you know, Intel, intel search, uh, intel, Intelligent Search came up. And I was just like showing people. I'm like, look at this, look at this, look at this. This is so awesome, you know. And I used to start connecting with people because, you know, I, I and then I just, my role in Capgemini changed. You know, I, I, I was that guy in Capgemini who would uh, go about, uh, you know, working on difficult requirements, requirements mm-hmm. which, Probably uh, you know a lot of people would not work on it just it just very, it was just really difficult for um, you know us to convince so I had that sales background where I was actually you know I can't take no for an answer if a candidate tells me I'm not interested I'm like no <laughs> you know you can be not interested I'm selling your job I'm not selling your credit card you know so so uh, yeah this is the job this is an opportunity i'm not I'm not selling you a credit card out here you know that you gotta buy it I'm just Showing you an opportunity. Let me give, let me give you an explanation on what this opportunity holds for you and, and you tell me about, so, you know, I had that sales exposure. So I should really have long conversations. There was a point when in Capgemini, I used to actually talk to candidates that are not interested. So Mm -hmm. uh, a co-op, you know, uh, you know, two of us would probably be sourcing on the same requirement. And I would just tell the other sourcer, you know, whichever candidate tells you he's not interested. Give me that candidate. You know, and I would just convert them. I'll be like, okay, you're not interested. Why? Yeah, I want to go to on-site. I'm like, no, that's 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 just not, you know, that's not like a reason to not be interested in opportunity because you want to go on-site. And I would just like debate with that person, you know. I'm like, why you want to go on-site? What do you want to go to on-site and do? Do you know what on-site professionals do in service industry? And they're like, No. So I'm like, Yeah. So on-site professionals are basically offshore coordinators. You know, they just like take the requirement and they just pass it on to the India team. Is that what you're interested or do you really want to work on a code? You know, you really want to work in a development project and all of these things. So, so yeah, you know, that's, that's where, that's how I got into sourcing and, 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 you know, working, coming up with new ideas in sourcing, coming up with new uh, training models and, and all of that. So, you know, that's where my passion really got you know kicked on by of course my my mentors and my leads and capgemini really pushed me they gave mm-hmm. me that freedom you know to go ahead and like you know just do what you want and and see, see see where it takes you and then yeah you know few months back i i came back from sourcecon budapest so <laughs> you know uh being presenting at sourcecon budapest was basically where it all it all
0: i don't know it ended and a new beginning for me you know mm-hmm. so yeah, you so, yeah. did. A, you had a really good presentation of sorting ethically. And like, tell me about some of the work that went into to that presentation and, and you know, some of the tools that you were presenting there.
1: Uh, so, uh, yeah, the source sourcecon Budapest, uh, you know, I presented this topic uh, called stalking the right web. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a lot of, uh, you know, negativity around it you know, the word stalking. So <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh, okay. This, so it was an intriguing thing, which, you know, we came up with. So how I stumbled upon this topic was, uh, you know, back in 2015 or 16, 16, actually, you know, I, I, I got this opportunity to be a speaker at uh, TaskCon, mm-hmm. right? And, and I was this guy who knew, who used to follow all these people and, and you know, had that knowledge. So they're like, just, you know, come up with a topic and see what you can do. So I'm like, okay, you know, what do I do? You know, there's so many tools. There are so many techniques. How how do I? So I went up to my boss, my boss, uh, you know, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm going to present a topic called 20 tips in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, uh, so you're going to present 20 tips in 30 minutes and what are these tips and you know can you just write them down so he gave me a pen and paper and he's like write down all the techniques that you know so i started writing down you know github search and x-ray search on linkedin and you know aluminize search and so on and so forth i just like noted down like about 15 20 topics and he's like okay these topics are good but are all of them good are you gonna are you gonna present something that's not good as well because i see like you you're showing x-ray on linkedin now you're showing x-ray on github <laughs> and then you're gonna show x-ray on you know whatever facebook so he's like you do you understand that you're just showing tips for the heck of it don't do that so he's like get me some real content get me uh, so you know he was a cricket fan and he's like you know if you if you want to if you want to play an an over you know in cricket so do you want to really hit like uh, you know, ones and twos and you know, and then so on and so forth, you wanna do that or you wanna really go for like six sixes. I'm like, that's a good idea. So he's like, yeah, get me, get me like six sixes and uh, you know, get me some real content. That those, th- those topics are so good that, you know, you can talk for like 45 minutes about it. And I went back, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna think about this. So I got my uh, colleague, Aniket, uh, you know, on with me and I'm like, Hey dude, you know, we're gonna be sitting an entire weekend at my house and I'm going to let's, let's research about, you know, everything that's there on the internet, everything related to sourcing, you know, all the blogs, let's x-ray Chrome extension, like, you know, x-ray the, so I literally x-rayed the web store, you know, the Chrome web store to, to figure out all these tools. And then I just like, you know, I, and then I came across this entire new universe of Chrome extensions. And that's how, you know, Dean DaCosta, I found a lot of videos of Dean DaCosta because everything you, you write Chrome extension on, on uh google and the third answer is dean Dacosta. costa so chrome <laughs> extension dean Dacosta, costa and i'm like who is this guy you know this guy this guy really is like the king of chrome extensions so you know i started watching a lot of his videos and i collected these tools and that's how you know we came up with this process so you know the process of basically finding a candidates in presence on the internet uh digging deeper into the presence so like you know uh, like you you get a social presence you get his facebook profile you get his linkedin profile you get his twitter profile you get his github profile you know and everywhere else you get his blogs you mm-hmm. got his uh, you know stack overflow account everything you just note that down and then you gotta dig deeper into these social media pro- profiles so you know we, we basically just separated this and then the second one is basically your you know you'd go dig deeper into Facebook Twitter, GitHub, using some Chrome extensions. And then the last part was to basically find the contact information of mm-hmm. that person, you know, and this was basically, so I wanted to use tools on one candidate, you know, I didn't want, uh, tools to basically find a list of candidates, but I mm-hmm. wanted to use all the tools on one candidate. So that's how we, you know, came up with this process and, and then I'm like, okay, what do we call it? You know, so yeah, then we just sat about, we are like, okay, sourcing 101, sourcing 2.0. And I'm like, no, we are not doing that. We are actually like getting so much information about that one person. So then, yeah, you know, just Aniket comes up and he's like, what about stalking? You know, and I'm like, yeah, stalking the right way. And then like, oh yeah, let, let's, let's, let's talk about that, you know. And yeah, so, you know, the Chrome extensions that I used were... You know, to, to get the social presence was, uh, uh, you know, Connectifier, Amazing Hiring and uh, Discoverly uh, and people.com, uh, mm-hmm. PIPL.com. You know, that, that's one website, which is really cool. And the other three are Chrome extensions. You just put in the name and you get the entire presence of that person on, on, on the internet, you know. And then to find, to dig deeper into the social media profiles like Facebook. For Facebook, I would use Stockface. Mm-hmm. For Twitter, I would use follow.me autonomy for GitHub, I would I would use uh, Talent Signals or Octo HR. Mm-hmm. That basically just gives me a lot of content on GitHub yeah. because GitHub is like you know there are just repositories and it's just so difficult to understand what repository is written in what language, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you know, using Octo HR and Talent Signals that just like e- eases it out to understand the GitHub profile. And then I would, um, you know, move on to the contact discovery of that person. So now, you know, just say I'm, I'm stalking Mark, you know, so these, I've got Mark's presence on all the social media sites. I know Mark on Facebook. I know Mark likes, uh, you know, a lot of sourcing. He probably likes, uh, you know, going to some probably restaurants. He likes traveling around. I know that uh, he's, he's going to source on Atlanta, you know. So, so these are just some pointers that I would note down about, about that person. I know Mark is quite active on Twitter, you know, so so I, I know what he tweets about. He tweets a lot about SourceCon, he tweets a lot about uh, all these things. So, you know, from Twitter, I come to know what kind of, uh, what time he's active on. So, Twitteronomy and follow.me actually gives me some really good insights on mm-hmm. when the person is active uh, in the day. Okay. Because if the person is active on Twitter, he's going to be active during a certain time. He's not going to be active throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, so when he tweets the most and, and, Twitonomy gives me that kind of information as to what medium he uses. If he's, if he's using a mobile phone to tweet, if he's using his uh, laptop to, desktop to tweet, he's using, you know, probably gaggle or some hootsuit, you know, I, I know what he's using. So I mm. can teach out to him if I know he's using the mobile phone a lot, if he's using the Twitter Android app. So I know I can text him. He's going to probably be responding and I, and I know what time he's active. So that's the time I'll probably text him. So mm. some really good insights, what I would just gather, you know, minutely with my curiosity. I would just look at things minutely and just see what it is. And then I would just keep that information. And then the last part is basically going about getting his contact information, you know, just using Lucia and Chill, Nymeria. Nymeria is one of my favorites when it mm-hmm. comes to e and, um, the last one was something really, this was something we found out, out of nowhere, you know, when we were just researching, uh, inteltechniques.com. Mm-hmm. So this is an OSINT website, uh, yeah. by a guy called Michael Basil, uh, who basically was, I found out, so I was a big fan of Mr. Robot, you know, when it came out <laughs> and, and, And I realized that Michael Basil was the guy who was uh, the chief uh, technology officer for Mr. Robot. So he was was
0: the advisor on the whole to, yeah, to actually make it believable. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I know. So I was, I was just so intrigued. I'm like, wow, I'm going in the right direction. You know, I'm stalking.
1: (laughs) My name, the name of my topic is stalking the right way. And then I realized that Intel techniques is all by Michael Basil And that's what they do in Mr. Robot. They just stalk people, you know, to, to get them the right way, you know, get, 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 get them doing the right things. And yeah, that, that, that was the process I created with that. I just got into a lot of, uh, you know, these tools and techniques and a lot of innovative things. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that's what stalking the right way was about and how we build it, you know, just spending an entire weekend on researching whatever exists on sourcing. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was an amazing, amazing time. I still keep learning, you know, new things. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's it was it was an amazing experience to get this whole uh, topic prepared, you know. And then and then I presented like in India, I think at it, at four different locations. Mm-hmm. And then then I got a then I then I actually was thinking that okay, you know, I've, I've presented this topic too many times in India. Why don't I just why don't I just get this published by SourceCon? You know, let me let me just call up. Uh, let me just connect with someone at SourceCon, and I probably write a blog about you know stalking the right way since the word is since the title of the topic is so intriguing, I think it should have i thought it' catch some attention on sourcecon you know and and the community that I follow so vigorously so you know yeah. this, that was my that was my that was my thing of getting into sourcecon you know I'm like how do I get into this community how do I know that I exist you know in India somewhere sitting in Pune so yeah that's how I connected with Shannon once and i i i, I I send her a message on Twitter. I send her a message on LinkedIn. No response. You know, I, I was waiting for months. I was like, she's gonna respond now. No, no, Aniket, she's not responding, man. And then I just like, okay, drop all of that. Just got her email ID from LinkedIn. I'm like, let me stalk her. You know, let me get her email ID. And an email, hey, you know, I have this really good topic, and I send her an overview about my topic. And she's like, uh, I'm like, you know, if you want to connect over a call, let's do that. And then she's like, yeah, let's catch up. And she responded within like minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, wow, see, you gotta know who to send when, and you know, that's when to talk, to autonomy really helped me. And I'm like, I'm like, she's someone who really looks at her emails, so you know, yeah, I just emailed her, and then she's like, yeah, let's catch up over call, and I'm like, okay, you know, so we were over a call on Hangout, and we were like, you know, I told her the entire process of how I got, uh, you know, stalking the right way prepared. And then I gave her all the Chrome extensions that I use uh, you know, to stalk one person. And uh, sh- at the end of it, she's like, so, you know, instead of the blog, is this a presentation or is it a demo? I'm like, it's a live demo. It's not a presentation. So I'm like, uh, so she's like, yeah, you know, why don't you come down to Budapest and present this at SourceCon Budapest? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got my calling, you know, like, I, uh, you know. I got my calling from the people, you know. So I'm like, "Yeah, you're going to SourceCon," and yeah, that's how the topic really, really took up, you know, to the next level. And it was just amazing to share that information, that all that information that I, that hard work and all all that knowledge, and just cutting out the noise from it and just giving the cream to the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a good experience
0: from what i heard from people as well like they were very impressed and just the, the amount of research that's gone into it and just you running through it and uh, sitting there and just everybody coming up to you like showing you know, what you had and and running yeah, yeah. through that with them
1: yeah those pamphlets the cheat sheet really uh, you know did the job for me yeah. actually you know i just uh so that was also another thing you know just 20 days before SourceCon, i'm like i'm i'm, I'm like ready with the demo you know i know everything i have to do but i'm like how do I? How do I make people know that, you know, Agbari Engineer was there? You know, how, how, how are people going to know that stalking the right way was there? And I'm like, wait a second, let me get a cheat sheet. Let me get this pamphlet prepared. And, and that's how, you know, I, my wife works with the marketing team, you know, and she, she's someone who's really creative. So she created that entire thing for me. You know, I just told her, these are the topics. You know, how do we get this, uh, you know, printed and, and get a nice creative around it? And then like, yeah, you know, she really helped me and, and it came out so well. And I just carry like pamphlets, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, just, I'm just going to pass it on to people as I walk. I'm like, Hey, you know, take this talking the right way, you know, he's talking the right way. So it was,
0: yeah, it just really got good attention, especially the cheat sheet. What are some of the things that you're working on now and uh, you know, that you're, that's, you know, exciting for you. So for me, uh,
1: something that I'm working on right now is, is, uh, you know, sourcing in India. So uh, this is just uh, a topic that I've taken, like sourcing in India. It's a really vast topic. But uh, what I feel is that, uh, you know, a lot of people know sourcing as uh, it works in India. So in India, it works quite differently, but yeah. it's not that different from the world. It's it's very similar. It's just that in India, we have a huge market. We have a lot of people, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of talent. It's just that to choose that talent is kind of difficult. So for me, I'm actually uh, doing some research uh, out here with Aniket and, and, and you know, trying to get uh, uh, some information uh, on, on what kind of, uh, what, what are the exact things that you got to know, you know, uh, about sourcing uh, that, that would work in India as well. So, you know, all the blogs. So what happens is, you know, you, you, you share a source con blog with, uh, you know, someone and the person would be like, Oh, I don't know if this works in India. Mm. That's, that's the thing. You know, that's the first thing that comes in your mind is does this work in India? Does this tool work in India? Does this software work in India? So for me, I'm, I'm looking to, I don't know, I'm going to publish something. Uh, or something of that sort. Just, just come up with a lot of content, collect a lot of data, and see what works in India. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know what works uh, in India is, is is the kind of a uh, topic that I'm currently working on, and I'm doing <laughs> a lot of research around it to build uh, some some data. Some you know I'm going to talk to a lot of people, I'm going to connect with a lot of people, and and see if I can you know, help the sourcing community in India. So that is something that I would like to, you know, give back from what I've gained uh, from, you know, SourceCon and and, and all the blogs. So so yeah, looking to gather a lot of content, looking to research a lot, and then, you know, pass it on on, uh, as a live example that, yeah, this I have tried, I have tested, it works in India. So, you know, probably publish (laughs) a blog or (laughs) anything of that sort. So something of that sort I'm just like thinking of doing. So some research work going on at the side. And it's quite exciting for me to probably come up with something then.
0: I think also the other way around. I think a lot of the time is, I've I've seen this for myself, a European sourcers or American sourcers and getting, you know, their company has operations in India as well. And we get those requests. It's like, can you find these people in India? What are some of the things that we need to think about and how to do things differently when kind of sitting in the US or in in Europe and trying to source people locally in India for offices there?
1: So when you, when you go out to India, you gotta you gotta understand that you know out here people really uh, you know you you ask uh, so we have passive candidates, uh, they they say they are not interested, but they are interested. So <laughs> basically, you don't have a passive pool in India. You know you have everyone act. Most of the candidates you'll find are active. It's just that you gotta invest time. So mm. so when you talk to a candidate, uh, you know in India we have uh, so if I if I put a a Java developer, you know, in India on, on a job board, you know, the results that I would get if I just put the two keywords of Java developer, it would be in lakhs, yeah, lacks and hundreds and thousands of people. So it's, it's just that. Yeah. And, and if you, if you're going to send out an email to say 2000 of them, you are going to get a response of like, 500 of them. So, so the market is really huge, you know, and, and what, um, what I feel that, you know, European sources and North America sources should actually look at is the candidates and you got to invest time when you talk to the candidates. So, so, you know, what I do is I, I don't really target any company. I would probably target an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so say, say I say I work for ZS, uh, right, right now. And and then these guys are into analytics. So what, what, what you have to do is you got to now, if you're working for a company that's into management consulting, you know, a lot of into analytics, you wouldn't go to a service industry and look for people, right? Mm. You would want to basically target other analytic organizations and, and look for people similar because in India, we, you know, our community, our culture is something that, that we basically look for people similar to us, you know, mm-hmm. someone who can fit in, fit in right with us because there are so many people so you want, you want the few people that actually fit in. So, so the process becomes kind of stringent. You know, you don't really have to conduct 15, 20 interviews to get one offer or, or you know, you don't have to conduct like a drive of 100 people. Like you said, you know, earlier that you, you were conducting drives and, and all of that. So you don't have to do that. You just got to find the right people. But for that, you got to target organizations. And once you target those organizations and, and you write a really nice email about, about what, what your company yeah. is, is into, what, what project you know you're going to be working on, what is your growth path, you know, what, and be open about salary, you know, it's, it's quite yeah. open out here. So, you know, the only thing in India is like if the notice period is 90 days, which usually people have 90 days notice period, that, you know, those candidates are kind of fishy. You, you you know they have 90 days to look out for a job and it's and I've,
0: and I've seen that I've hired people who were in their notice period and they had already accepted another job and I've had people jump off after they accepted because they got another job yeah. in their notice period even though, you know that it's like you know better money better better condition somewhere else
1: Exactly. So, so that's one thing you got to just look at. But yeah, if if you don't do that, then you got to really, really spend time in talking to the candidates in India, explaining them what the project is about, explaining them what the growth path is, explaining them what your organization is, explaining them how they are. So you got to understand first. So my first question to a candidate is not, you know, are you looking for a job opportunity? My question to the candidate is going to be, hey, uh, you know, so I see that you're currently working in XYZ organization. I see that you're currently working as a, uh, you know, an analytics consultant. Um, what what are you currently working on? And and you know, what what are you currently looking forward to in your life, or you know, what are your aspirations? I <laughs> would really like to know. And it's just an open-ended question. So there, the candidate starts telling me, oh yeah, you know, I'm currently working on this project. I'm working on this technologies. technology. And then I would just have a conversation with the candidate, and and just understand you know what he is doing, where he's coming from, what is he currently looking forward to. And in that process, you know, you really come to know if this guy's interested or not interested. If he's not interested, you know a lot of information about him before. Yeah. You know, you've already asked him an open-ended question, so he's really given you a lot of information. So you gotta just understand that. You gotta give him the right guidance that and you gotta convince him. You know, convincing mm-hmm. is something that is really, really required. You gotta explain him how your organization, how your project, how your um you know um you know technologies that you're using what what kind of new age technologies you're using what are the cutting edge technologies that you're working on and how it's gonna help him if he's if he's a Java developer, you know, you know mm-hmm. that you can tell him, you know, I'm 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 looking for a full stack guy out there. You know, we are we are moving all our systems from Java, mainframe to, you know, JavaScript and cloud and microservices. So this is an opportunity for you. You know, you're just working on Java out there. And probably on one of the projects that to like, you know, just one part of the project yeah. out here, I'm giving you an entire, you know, universe to work on like JavaScript, microservices, cloud, you know, DevOps, everything, you know, so this is the kind of a system I have and this is what I'm looking for a person to come in and actually join in and help our project do well. So, you know, when, when, when a recruiter in India talks like that to a candidate, the candidate gets impressed mm. and I, and I have got it like almost, you know, out of 10, I would get like one or two candidates who are just like wowed with the kind of information I would give to them. Like, are you a recruiter? Like, how do you know about so many things? You know, How do you know microservices? How do you know these containers in the microservices? How do you know? Like, how do you know all these things? And like, because I do my research and I talk to a lot of people, you know, and then I just, I just keep talking to the person and I do I don't just like, I'm like, okay, now he's talking. I'm blah, blah, blah. He's just exactly. on. No, I, I would actually like, look, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And I, w- I would get that information. I would take in all the information from them and just, you know, then I just, I'm a guy with, who has spoken to like 15, 20 people, you know, for a long time. So so just, yeah, that's that's what you got to do in India. You know, when, when you're talking, you got to really give them the truth. You got to be honest with them that this is what it is. This is a salary. So they're quite open
0: about salary. Yeah. This is a salary that we can offer. It's a pain yeah. when you have to give the offer because it's made up by... 20 different things and very yeah. The components are, the components <laughs> I'm, are. I'm glad we had HR in India to deal with that. Cause I was like, this is what, <laughs> this is the package. Don't ask me how it's made up. <laughs> yeah. that's
1: It's kind of difficult, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta take that effort and actually yeah. make that candidate understand. If if not, you know, if you can understand and I think you need to uh, give that person a recruiter in India, you know, just, just or the HR person in India, just, Ask the HR person to really, really grill that person because there's a lot of taxation. That's something that, uh, you know, uh, you would need to, uh, you know, pay close attention to. And once you're open about it, and I think if the candidate is okay, if, if they are okay about it, they don't really, they, they would actually reject a lot of offers because they, they've spoken to a recruiter. If the recruiter is so good in the organization, they'd be like, wow, I think, you know, the technical folks definitely should be better. So, yeah, that's the kind of impression you've got to give and that's how you got to talk. So, in India, it's like you've got to, you've got to really talk to a lot of people. Mm. You're, you're on the phone all the time. Like I'm, I'm on the phone just walking around my office, you know, because then people are like, why don't you just attach a band around your head with the phone stuck here? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, it's just, I just, and I give my mobile numbers to candidates, yeah. you know, because that's like the first thing I, you got to do. you gotta, you got to be available as a recruiter or as a as a candidate in india the candidate really feels so good you know mm. i just got a call from my candidate today hey you know the recruiter called me and the recruiter gave me this offer i'm not okay with it can i talk to you mm. and you know he i was the guy who sourced him and yeah. i'm not in, i'm not in the offer process but i he just called me and he's like you know i got this offer i'm not Okay about it. Can I talk to you about it? Yeah. I'm like yeah, and he wrote me a nice email about it. You know that Akbar, the process was really nice. Thank you for you know the experience that you gave me. It was flawless. But I'm not okay with the offer. <laughs> and then I just gave him a lowdown and that that you know you got so you got to invest that time in that candidate where the candidate feels comfortable and can actually share his problems. So he's like, look, you know, this is the offer I'm looking at, and you know, this is the offer that you've given me. And then I just you know kind of uh, uh, you know. Re- Uh, give him an idea that okay what you're looking for and what we've offered there's there's not much of a difference Mm -hmm. you know it's just like barely anything you know if you just minus that your expectations because this is expectation and that is ideal and Mm -hmm. we don't live in an ideal world you know (laughs) we we live in a real world so yeah if you were in an ideal world you probably would have got a lot more than you're expecting but uh, you know we live in a real world and and we gotta understand what we can give If you're able to just give that and the candidate was like, Hey man, it was really great talking to you. You know, I I really got another perspective because I'm like, look at the opportunity as a whole. Don't just construct an opportunity because of money that, Oh, this is the offer I'm getting. This is what I want. No, look at the opportunity as a whole. This is the money I'm getting. This is the role I'm getting. This is the project I'm working on. This is my growth in the organization. And this is what I learned you look at it as a whole and you got to give that perspective to a candidate in india you got to explain them this entire you know
0: overview like you know
1: this is what you're going to be contributing this is what you're coming Uh, i think i
0: think that's applicable anywhere in the world it's like if you have that kind of you have a good story and you just you you know the details and you can give them that details that's that i mean that's the way that you should treat candidates anywhere
1: yeah yeah in india just that as i told you you know it's, it's it's just like a lot of people you you can do this with like a few of them you have to be like on the phone you gotta be talking mm-hmm. to them for 45 minutes half an hour uh, you know one candidate and and then you got to do that to like 15 20 of them okay. in the day and then you are like oh I am closing positions and, and a lot of your positions are going to get closed because of that confidence. Mm. You know, most of the candidates are just so confident because you give them so much information about your organization, about your culture, about your values, and then the project and then the technologies. And the candidate is just overwhelmed, you know, by the end of it, he's like, wow, this is the company I want to go and work. So yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's actually like across the globe, but yeah, in India, it's just like a lot of stable stakes in India. You have to do it in India, whereas in the rest of the world, like it would be, It would be brilliant if people did, but they get away. If people want to uh, keep in touch with you and and see what, you know, you're working on, how can they best do that? So uh, they can get in
1: touch with me on, on LinkedIn. I'm mostly most active on LinkedIn, Twitter, Uh, Facebook. um, I would, I would probably need uh, an invitation. So if I, if I see, if I see sourcer, recruiter or talent acquisition mentioned, I would probably accept, but if not, I I wouldn't because I don't know that person. (laughs) But yeah, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and Twitter are the two places that I'm really, really active with. Uh, I accept invitations and and I'm open to, uh, you know, chat up with and connect with.
0: Thank you very much for your time. And I look forward to seeing you soon again. Yeah, I look
1: forward to seeing you again.